our radio TV show that is all about authentic power and conscious leadership. Big, huge words to primarily say um, that this is a platform about people uh, who are really wanting to create an impact in the world and making a difference um, through authenticity and being conscious in their life, being present and, and creating more of, of that around them. And before we uh, start with the show and I introduce our beautiful guest today, who is Andrea Dutescu, I want to take uh, a few seconds to honor the victims of this um, massacre in Pittsburgh. Um, there were more than the number of deaths that we wanted to have today, and, and well, we wanted to have today, that we want to have all together, and we just want to make sure that we are present for the victims, and we send our prayers, and we send our love and light to all of these people. We are um, feeling their pain, and we want to support that. So this is partly why I do what I do, and that this show is is really been created as part of the brand for um, creating more radiance in the world, creating more light. Um, it starts with each and every one of us. And without any further ado, this is why I have all the amazing, beautiful guests um, on my show to to create more light, to create more radiance. So we we um, contribute to the world in that way. So today we have Andrea Jutescu and I am going to read you her quick bio because instead of using a couple of words to describe her, I just don't have the couple of words. I want to have all of this because it's not that long, but it's perfect. So Andrea is um, an entrepreneur, an author and a speaker. She has a PhD. She's a pilot, which I think is so cool. I didn't know that about you, Andrea. Um, I do that too. And she's an art lover, world traveler with a passion for life. She's the CEO of Sparks Sparks 5, an AI? Is it AI or AAL? AI. AI, okay. AI-based well-being technology company who is on a mission to amplify the vitality of over 500,000 people globally by 2030. She's also the author of Successionality. Successionality, that's that's a full mouth. Successionality, the 10 secrets to a success-focused personality. Her upcoming book, Perspective, Life and Leadership Lessons to Allow You to Thrive, explores the journey into human fulfillment and well-being. She's also the founder of Vitality Pledge, a global movement that fosters the creation of corporate cultures where where employees can thrive and business can flourish. So do you notice that we have the word thrive as a common denominator here? <laughs> it's pretty obvious. So without any further ado, this is Andrea, amazing guest on my show today. Yay! Welcome, welcome. Yes, thank you for joining us. I love the fact that um, we have this word in comments and, you know, so much. And so, Andrea, we were connected recently as, as you know, of course, serendipity would have it. And again, when and I say again, because it's happened so many times recently for me to enjoy 
the deliciousness of of synchronicity and and these serendipitous encounters when we spoke we we were just like oh my god like first of all you're from Montreal you're in Montreal right now you are from Montreal as well and and yet we didn't know each other then but we are brought together on this common platform of consciousness and and just wanting to thrive and helping people to thrive so we instantly connected and and I know we're going to do more together than this show but tell us a little bit more about you and how you got to this point in your life sure it was pleasure I started my journey in the corporate world and uh, while I was in uh, in an executive role uh, among the only women uh, within the team I actually had our first daughter and uh, during that time it completely turned my life around she was such a source of joy and inspiration for me that I actually decided to write a book for her Oh, and that's so cute. Yes. And my intention was actually to share the book with her when she was going to be 16, 17, 18. And, uh, and basically, as I was traveling all over the world in my, in my role, I was writing the book on planes and airports and so on. And then a couple of years later, our son was born and he was actually the source of inspiration to publish the book and leave a 13-year career Uh, within an organization and actually start uh, developing programs for organizations based on the pillars of the book, uh, Successionality that you mentioned in the introduction. And that led to a phenomenal journey into entrepreneurship mm -hmm. that I absolutely love. And uh, two weeks after I left my, my role, uh, my first client uh, happened to be uh, L'Oréal. And mm. I was tremendously blessed to have this uh, this great uh, client that actually brought me in and implemented the program I had developed um, on their two-day onboarding program. So all new recruits basically uh, were going through my half-day program. And that was basically the beginning of a beautiful journey that has led me to evolve the offering and the solutions that we've been offering to various corporations uh, uh, globally and uh, I've basically evolved to a point right now where I'm writing my third book. And uh, along the way, I had this phenomenal inspiration to actually have a greater impact on this world. I kept asking myself, how can I have value? Yeah. How can I add more value? How can I make people happier? And I actually decided to venture myself into technology. And uh, this is the, uh, the new uh, journey that I'm in. Uh, over the last couple of months, we've been in development mode and we now have a phenomenal application, which is called Sparks 5, that uh, fosters employee well-being and it allows employees to strive personally and professionally. So we're super, super enthusiastic uh, nice. about this. So, okay, so... You've given us a great span of your evolution, which I'm sure has so many more juicy details about it. Um, however, I just want to ask you, what, are, what is that book that um, you wrote for your children and published? Did you actually, can you share it? Yes, it's called Successionality. Oh, that's the one. I'm so sorry. Of course. Okay. 
It's, it just sounded like such a serious title for uh, for a book that your children inspired. So I was I was drawn to maybe thinking it was a children's book, but it's not. It's successionality. And what is that book about? And that book uh, defines the ten key uh, principles of achieving uh, success in anything you pursue. Mm -hmm. And it's it's basically starting with having clarity, having perseverance, being creative. Okay. And, uh, and, Excellent. Uh, yeah. So. It, it focuses on 10 key principles that are essential to any success. Awesome. So from that, is that are, are those the principles that you were applying when you worked, for instance, with L'Oréal, which I'm sure um, it has evolved since then. But was that really what the program that you were hired by L'Oréal for based on? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I developed a corporate program to actually share the principles of the book. And we developed experiential learning programs mm -hmm. that basically brought in a series of activities that were fun and engaging. So people could actually learn while they're uh, doing specific exercises and activities. And it was a phenomenal, phenomenal journey. That's amazing. So your work today um, through technology, it sounds like you're using technology um, as a means to spread that even more is that my understanding yes but the interesting evolution that i've had on a personal level is that although my first book was on success what i've come to realize a couple of years later is that actually it's success is important however mm. you can reach phenomenal success and not necessarily feel deep joy and peace within your heart and i kept oh, yes. searching wondering <laughs> What else is out there? And actually, I've evolved from success, which is my first book, to actually looking more into human fulfillment. And this is what my upcoming book is about, is what truly brings us joy in a different sense of aliveness mm -hmm. that, uh, that really inspires us to, to have a greater contribution on this world and look beyond ourselves, right? And it's not just our own personal success. It's to how can we amplify the success and the joy for others as well so mm -hmm. that's what my next book is all about called perspective and so of course this show and and my work is all about that right so we're 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 um we're basically a melting pot for for the art of fulfillment because in fact you know it's your story it's my story it's the story of of the women and men so far that um i've interviewed on this show and and are in my life who really want to to and detangle themselves from the corporate world which has nothing particularly wrong about it except for the way that sometimes it, it tends to condition us to be a certain way or do certain things that are not aligned with who we really are. And the key is really to find out what what and who we are all about because we're all unique and and yet um the common denominator um between you and 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 me and this show and all the guests on this show is really the the fact that we decide consciously to step out of the box and create more joy and fulfillment in our life that is definitely including some achievement or outer success or financial success, but that are 
joy and our life and our happiness does not depend solely on that external validation of success in life, right? So what did you find out? Um, and I'm sure you don't perhaps want to reveal all the secrets of this book because it's about to come out, or maybe you can give us a little bit of uh, an idea of what did you find today that is so different than your principles of success then um, that can maybe give us a little bit of, of um, uh, a preview and a, and a way to salivate for your upcoming book? <laughs> I love that word <laughs> with pleasure. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's essentially five key pillars mm -hmm. that, based on the research that I've been doing over the last couple of years, I believe are essential to fulfillment. Right. And it all starts with having a clear purpose. Mm, and this yes. is no longer about looking, as I said, as to what, what, you know, what am I giving and creating for myself. It's really, how am I serving others? Mm -hmm. How can I be an inspiration to others? How can I basically contribute to my community, to my team, to my family in new ways that makes them happier and lead happier lives? Mm -hmm. Life and is about giving. Exactly, exactly. And articulating very clearly as to what do we actually want to give back and how do, how do we want to be at service to others? Right. Create that impact that matters to us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Second, it's about the, the career. It's really about how do we leverage those strengths that we each have that make us come alive. Mm -hmm. and, and it's been proven, the more you use your strengths, the happier you're going to be in your day mm -hmm. because you're really able to propel yourself to a level of productivity that can be absolutely unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah, I, I totally relate to that, of course. Great. And third, it's about relationships. And this is personal relationships and uh, professional relationships. There is a study that was done by Harvard over 70 years that has proven the essential element to our lives that relationships have. We are social animals. Yes. And being able to create strong social connections, uh, we can actually kill ourselves. Yeah, uh, we are wired. We are exactly. literally wired that way. Absolutely. Exactly. So the relationship component is essential. Of course, we have the health and the growth. And mm -hmm. when we're talking about um, health, it's really mental, spiritual, physical. And the growth is about keeping that curiosity always in front of us, always having an interest in, in how we can grow, how we can help others grow and, and so on. And never saying that I'm happy where I am today. It's really about how can I, how can I contribute even more to this world? What can I learn more to, to actually have a greater impact on this world? Mm -hmm. And finally, the fifth point is about quality of life. Mm about enjoying this beautiful journey we're all in. Often we're so obsessed from moving from one goal to another that we forget to have fun along the way. And, and this is what the fifth principle is about, is about laughing more. It's about seeing more beauty around us. It's discovering things that we've never maybe even looked at in the past and embracing the beauty of life uh, every single second and not necessarily making it conditional on success right. or 
external, uh, external situations. So when um, you show people how to actually have a better quality of life, have um, more joy in their lives, how do you suggest they find that? Because it, you know, all of this is, is really nice on paper, right? But how do we get people to actually connect with um, uh, the, the, well, connect even with the, the, the relationships on the relationship level, let's say, if we, 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 we kind of dissect a little bit what you've shared, um, how we are definitely wired for connection. We know that. And we are, um, we are essentially always seeking love, in some way, we are seeking to be loved or to love, right? So how do you reconnect people with that principle of love in life, which really drives most of us? I mean, when we're feeling, let's say, not enough is because we're also scared. We're, we're scared we're not going to be loved. We're scared we're not going to be approved of and supported. And, you know, so how do you suggest that people reconnect with with their relationships and what how it matters to them well i, I think there's different ways and possibilities i i think once again we're back to um, how can we take away the conditions and the expectation that if you do this for me i will be happy in this relationship mm. how can you actually focus things from a different perspective how can i embrace who you are today and and love unconditionally essentially every piece of your personality and and, and so on it, it's really injecting a different flavor i would say into the relationship that looks at accepting individuals as they are and celebrating that because as soon as you look at someone with an explanation for them to potentially change something whether it's a behavior trait or a physical trait it means that they're inadequate to some extent or there's something that you dislike and that creates complexities i would say in uh, in allowing you to to build a flourishing relationship so if you're able to start from a point of inner acceptance and inner joy uh, basically that also allows you to have that acceptance truly of of what the other person brings to the table today not rather how you'd like them to be in the future mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, a different, a different connection. So starting on the inside, of course, is always the key and, and finding that point of um, non-judgment, which again, sounds like a really great concept and is a practice for all of us because we are human and human spirits having a, a, a spiritual experience. But it's it's really where it is. It's, it's once we get... Um, in tune and aligned with that non-judgment of ourselves, right? We yes. can then get into that non-judgment of others. And, and conditions are really also very challenging, I find. The first time I was ever confronted to uh, the concept of unconditional love, that was about five years ago, actually. Um, that was with that first event I did with Tony, Tony Robbins. And I remember getting so pissed off. Like I was so mad at the concept because it popped up in my life. It wasn't something we were particularly discussing at length in the, in the event, but it just popped up for me. Unconditional love was making me mad. <laughs> I remember fighting with my coach then, um, five years ago it's not that long ago and and today 
you know, it's like that's the basis of 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 my life, of my work, of of who I've become through this transformation. It's just it's so challenging. Well, as I said, I, I, it starts with with accepting ourselves and right. and and accepting that yes, maybe the journey can in some cases be a bit longer than we would like, but as long <laughs> as we have that commitment, yes, exactly, persevering to continue building our inner strengths and our inner world, uh, we will prevail. And uh, it doesn't mean you will not have dark days. Uh, no. But at least the, uh, the, the journey is going to be more enjoyable along the way. Yeah, and the dark days remind us of the great days, right? It's like that contrast that always reminds us to choose the light. And just like, you know, we were talking about at the beginning with um, this tragedy at the synagogue in Pittsburgh, every, in, in the way that I choose to show up in the world is that I, I really look at these terrible events as opportunities for me to show up with even more light and love so that I somehow find a way to compensate and balance, you know, the, the world out with my own little way and my own little contribution. Um, so bad days are, are, in fact, again, for us, a way to remember that we need to show up in a, in a bigger way, right? So, and then the quality of life that you were mentioning, this joy that we choose to have in our life, how is the corporate world, when you teach this in a corporate environment, how is the corporate world reacting to these principles? Actually, the, um, the discussions I've been having to date have been phenomenal because I, I think we're at a point right now where in organizations we're beginning to see tremendous challenges mm -hmm. and a lot of questions that are coming up uh, in, in terms of how can I actually find solutions to some of the challenges linked to uh, huge stress environments, cultures that are not necessarily um, very conducive to, to even personal or inner growth. Right. Uh, uh, there's also uh, many studies and, and many organizations that are struggling with very low engagement. Uh, in fact, Gallup has published uh, many, many reports where typically you see that only two to three employees out of 10 actually are engaged at work. Imagine the rest, seven to eight employees are literally zombies on the job, which is very, very sad. Mm -hmm. And um, what we've noticed actually is a... Um, uh, that companies actually are embracing new possibilities, mm. are eager to actually try pioneering solutions uh, such as the one we've created and um, are, are almost in some cases, as I said, have tested certain things which have not necessarily brought the results that they want. And the other reality that they're facing is that within the next couple of years, millennials will comprise 75% of the workforce. And mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, Yay it's, to it's millennials. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, it, it is awesome, right? I mean, I know a lot of people around me who are of our generation are a little bit, I must say a lot of people I see around me feel quite threatened by by that. And I'm super excited. I I have to say, I mean, my girls are millennials and I am so connected to this generation. I think they're amazing. I think they're just freaking amazing. They're 
they're they're open. They want more. They don't want to make the same mistakes we we made. I mean, they have their idiosyncrasies, like we all do. But they're awesome. I totally agree, and actually, they've been a source of inspiration for for us in, yes. in, in terms of what we're doing because they have actually turned the corporate world around. Yes, I love it. They're disruptors. <laughs> they are. That's a phenomenal word. And that's what they've been doing. They've been disrupting the way corporations have operated. Yeah. And challenging, actually, organizations to think differently, to create what we call the future of work. Mm. And they're, they're no longer saying, well, what am I giving to the organization? It's about what is the company giving back to me? in mm -hmm. terms of helping me grow, in terms of helping me contribute to, to society and to charitable co uh, causes because they have a very, very strong purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, how is the company also helping me uh, manage work-life balance or improve my health or my financial situation? Mm -hmm. And the, the challenges more and more organizations are beginning to have that are not necessarily embracing these new ways of operating is that it's becoming very competitive out there. Mm -hmm. And it's no longer that we have a job and you qualify and, and come. It's, it's going to be the other way around. It's in a very competitive market space. It's actually going to be the millennial employees are going to say, well, fantastic. Well, I actually have three different options or five different options in front of me. Let me now choose the best company that can really allow me yeah. to grow and evolve. Uh, and and that is the closest tie to the purpose that I, I want to have on this world. Yes. So it is time for organizations to really shift and rethink What can they do differently to actually embrace the expectations and demands of this uh, phenomenal generation that I love? Uh, me too. And I think what I love the most about them is that, yes, they are disruptors. And yes, they're forcing organizations to get out of, their, of that box and rethink about what really matters because they're more driven by joy. They're more driven by what we've been seeking you know, painfully most of our lives. And here they are, boom, they appear and they're like totally into living in a way that has purpose, joy and fulfillment when here we are, you know, years older than them trying to figure it out still. And, and of course, the corporate world is taking time to reinvent itself to, to cater to that generation. I feel like they are our teachers. I agree. They I, are I our teachers. I mean, I tell my girls all the time, you are my teachers. And yes, you know, I've taken the lead on a few things. Um, but some of the leading of the leading that I've done <clears throat> was primarily inspired by by who they are as as my girls in my life and how I choose to show up you know, for them so that I keep them inspired so that they are inspired for their lives. It's like it's a ripple effect, right? We, cre we create these little waves and, and before we know it, um, it becomes like a tsunami of, of shift and transformation. I fully, fully agree. And in fact, to continue on the, the introduction that you gave to facilitate this journey and this continued, I would say, source of inspiration for millennials and also allow them to choose organizations that are more in line with this new vision and pioneering way at looking at life and, and, and basically how their life within the organization can evolve. Mm -hmm. What the Vitality Pledge is all about that we're going to be launching very soon. And the Vitality Pledge is going to become a 
uh, a global database of corporations that have made a pledge or a commitment to actually create high vitality cultures that put the employees first, that really think about their well-being and their vitality, and and that ultimately look at uh, new ways to, to, to create environments that allow employees to flourish. And the Vitality Pledge allows organizations to basically make three uh, promises. It's, it's about learning, act, and uh, share. Learn is really about keeping an open mind to all the latest research that is indicating new ways to increase vitality and well-being. Right. Growth, being growth minding, be be curious, continue to to ask powerful questions and be open. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Second, it's about act, because if you're simply opening your mind to all these possibilities, but not truly actually deploying any of these solutions to the benefit of the the employees, well, the the whole exercise is is almost futile. So that's why action is essential. And finally, we have the component of share. And our intention is actually to do a global conference where we would like to bring all these different companies that have signed the pledge in order to share their stories and be an inspiration for others that are maybe not as progressive as them or not as ready to jump onto this board, you know, this this surfboard. Right, <laughs> right. Takes them to, to a new way of looking uh, as to how they can create more vitality and engagement uh, within their corporations. I love so, it. Uh, this is amazing. How can companies actually contribute to this play- pledge? Like, how would you invite um, perhaps some of these people that are listening to us right now who either have their own companies or are part of a company that would want to do this, would want to be part of the pledge? Sure. So, as I said, we're launching this in a few weeks. Right. Uh, they can basically simply just send an email to support at sparks5.com. So that's S-P-A-R-K-X-5, the number five, and then right. .com. And we'll include them basically in our uh, in our launch uh, campaign. And we can basically also share with them the the, the launch video, the, uh, the, the website that we're going to have live that will begin actually having these different logos of all the companies. And you'll be able to look at corporations, uh, understand a little bit more about what they're doing uh, and do searches basically on a global scale. In other words, if you're in Paris or if you're in L.A., uh, you can basically say, okay, let me look into the companies that have actually signed the pledge and, awesome. and I'm going to knock on their doors because those are the types of companies I want to work with. And That's collaborate. right. That's creating alignment on a global basis. That's freaking brilliant. I love it. So the mission of Sparks 5, what is its mission and, and how is technology, you were talking about technology and, and how it's more involved here now in your world. So how are you linking all of this up? So my, my big and wild uh, ambition is actually to amplify vitality for over 500 million people by 2030. 500 million. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is an ambitious girl. Yes. <laughs> 500 million. So you, you, interestingly enough, I find you have chosen the word vitality. Why vitality? Because vitality, we are energy as human yes. beings. 
yeah. and without energy, we can't have that spark and, and that desire to explore new possibilities. Um, vitality for me is a source of joy, is a celebration of life and, okay. and the possibilities that we can create. And often it's about stepping away from the performance-driven cultures that we've seen um, and that we're in some cases preconditioned to live by mm -hmm. to actually say, well, it all starts with, with if we're happy with basically our inner world and we're taking care of ourselves from all dimensions, we can actually create phenomenal things in this outer world. And that's why for me, vitality is an important word uh, to achieve that. Interesting. I, I like the, the word. It's a great word. Um, and, you know, what I'm witnessing is everyone has a word that they use to mean the same thing. And I, I just enjoy listening to the reasons why you chose that word right, versus another one. Um, and so and technology. So bring me into how technology is involved in all of this. What will be your means of technology that will allow you to reach 500 million people? Yeah, so the application we've developed uh, will basically integrate artificial intelligence to create more personalization as we continue uh, uh, connecting more and more companies to our platform. And the reason we went with leading edge technology is really because Uh, this is what the market needs. We mm -hmm. need to be pioneers in terms of the solutions we offer. And at the same time, we also need to recognize that there's going to be a continued evolution uh, of our offering. So how it looks today is possibly going to be very, very different in terms of how it's going to be looking maybe 12 months from now or 18 months from now. So we have that ability with technology to actually embrace new functionalities and new possibilities uh, with everything that's emerging in the market. And Technology is accelerating at a phenomenal speed, and, and I just find this fascinating. So as, as capabilities from a technology perspective increase, uh, we will be able to continue, as I said, evolving our offering. And uh, this is the only way that we've actually found after a lot of research and insight that can allow us to amplify the, uh, the benefits that we can bring and the positive impact that we, ha we can have on people's lives because through one single effort that we can make, we can basically bring the application in the multitude of languages. We already have the application in English and French. We're going to be looking at deploying other languages, but this is how we can actually have a massive global impact. So the application itself, the, the platform, the technological platform will allow what exactly will allow the teachings as well as um, the possibility for these companies to actually connect with one another? And, and what else? Is there something I'm missing here? Or So the, the technology platform allows for deployment within corporations. Okay. And uh, through that deployment, uh, basically employees uh, are connected and benefit from Uh, daily wisdoms, uh, we call these micro-wisdoms, that fuel micro-actions. Uh, we believe in the power of not only learning something new, but actually implementing it right away. It's been proven many, many times uh, uh, that unless you actually implement uh, any new knowledge that you've acquired within the next 48 uh, hours, uh, uh, you're possibly going to be losing a lot of the newly acquired knowledge. So we believe in, as I said, micro-wisdoms that drive micro-action and that ultimately 
fuel transformation and changes of habits. This is truly what on we want to do. On a continuous basis. So basically, yeah. it also means that um, if I understand correctly, um, let's say you are aligning with a company, with a corporation who wants to work with you um, through this platform, then there, you're um, your micro wisdoms and micro learnings would be diffused or sent to them on a daily basis? Or is yeah. that something that anyone can have access to as long as they register on your platform? So yes, we um, uh, everything you mentioned is correct. So it's really daily wisdoms. And uh, right now, our immediate focus is to connect as many corporations as possible. Uh, however, we're going to be launching the uh, individual platform. In other words, if, if a person out there that has heard about what we do and would love just to sign up as, as a personal user for the, their own personal benefit, okay. it's the functionality we will be offering uh, in the coming weeks. Okay, so it's a private um, platform in that um, I'm sure you know the wisdoms that are given to the, your clients are, are slightly different and probably more enriched, yet the common person, private person, can also uh, join and, and benefit. Absolutely. Oh, very and cool. I, yes, and what I want to highlight is that often, you see, the reason we've chosen the five pillars is that often you know, we could be pursuing um, our career and really staying focused on, on evolving within our career. But often what we do is that we do it at the detriment of our health or mm -hmm. our relationships because we just spend so many hours there. And that's why the, the methodology that we've developed is intended to actually find that right balance and, mm -hmm. and hence the reasons through the daily wisdoms. It's about bringing continuity. It's about bringing repetition. So it's truly ingrained um, in ourselves uh, that mm -hmm. essentially it's through finding balance that we can actually reach greater joy rather than just exclusively focusing in one specific area uh, to the detriment often of the others uh, mm -hmm. among the five pillars. There is no sacrifice needed here. <laughs> it's all encompassing. It's all about abundance. <laughs> and it's about enjoying all facets of our lives. I mean, there's, there's so much so much to do in 24 hours a day and so much right? joy which we can derive from our work, from our relationships, from taking care of our minds, uh, mm -hmm. uh, our hearts, and, and so on. That's awesome. I love this platform. I'm definitely joining. <laughs> so you'll you're going to be launching in not too too long right what is the date for the individual users as i said okay so it is already launched for the corporate users exactly yes yeah. so oh. we're, uh, we're we're actually right now uh, uh planning uh, various uh, sessions and deployments uh with, with various clients so it's very very exciting times for us Excellent. So when people, um, when people want to join this, so it's basically sparks5.com? Yes. Okay, very easy. Excellent. And so as you are talking about balance and you are talking about um, enjoying so much in your life, and this I'm sure has been taking a lot of your time, how do you, how do you, and bring in every other part of your life today what are still your challenges in in your life as someone who is seeking um, greater harmony and greater fulfillment so it's it's um, it's a fascinating journey 
<laughs> what we've created is 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 a phenomenal reminder for me every single day that it's not about just teaching others how to live a better balanced life, but also embracing the same reality for myself. And I have two young kids, a husband, and and we we strive to to, to really maximize the time and and really focus more on the quality of time that we have together. Uh, and sometimes, yes, I have to travel. I have to be with clients. Uh, uh, we're expanding the team phenomenally fast, and it's it's an exciting journey. But the the most gratifying, I would say, uh, uh, in, in all this is that my youngest, uh, who's eight years old, my son, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I mean, in the midst of the excitement and seeing me uh, basically uh, taking this uh, to the next level, integrating technology, he said, you know, mom, I, I think this is really fascinating. And I've decided I want to become the president of Sparks 5. Do you think it's possible? <laughs> That's so, how old is he? He's eight. Oh my God. <laughs> That is amazing. So what was your response? And I said, of course. I said, my God, this is a true honor for you to have such aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, we will we'll need to, to continue uh, uh, the, you know, the education and I'll continue give, you know, giving you exposure and getting you involved and so on. Um, but I said, by the time you're going to finish your schooling, you're going to be absolutely groomed to become a phenomenal president for Spark Five. So <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. I love it. That's that's right there. Also, we're we're you know we're we're seeing and witnessing um, the confidence level that our children have, right? They have a difference, a different um, confidence level that is being seen in, in, in the millennials. And, and I don't know what we're going to call the generation of your son, who is now eight, but I think, you know, watch out because as much as we're inspired by the millennials, as you know, as we were talking about, I feel like it's mind-boggling that this kid at eight years old would come up with that. Yes, I, I know. So <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you feeding him? What are your secrets, Andrea? <laughs> you need to share a little bit more, I think, than, than Sparks 5. I think it goes a bit beyond here. <laughs> so what would, be, what would be your secret? What would be, if you had to pick your number one secret that um, would well, reflect on what on the way that you like to parent and the way that you like to show up as a woman. So I guess it's two secrets because the way that you would like to parent and the way you show up in the world as a woman, what is what you would recommend, your number one secret for either? Well, I, I think what, what has uh, worked for us... Uh... I mean, on a daily basis, I ask the kids two main questions, particularly when, when we're having dinner uh, with the family. And I ask them, what are you grateful for? Mm -hmm. Because I, I truly want them to, to look at the beauty of life in spite of the challenges or the dark days uh, or maybe failures that they face, that there's always something positive we can look at. Mm -hmm. And the other question that I ask them is, what is the act of kindness that you did today? And it's really about them realizing that life is not just about thinking always about themselves, 
but also about thinking as to what is the impact and contributions that they can make on others. How can they make them happier? How can they make them smile? And so on. And because my kids are quite young, of course, you know, some of the answers are, are quite uh, funny, but, but sometimes it can be very, very profound. And I think that has led to many, many very interesting conversations and comments. And because they know that, I, that, I, that I've done all this research and so on, they, they're, they're basically um, catching me right. even on, on certain statements that I've shared with them. And if I dare say impossible, for example, and I've already said impossible, <laughs> impossible does not exist, or I, I tell them basically fear is a creation of your own mind. <laughs> they, if I dare, you know, slip and, and lose my focus on one specific day, they're going to actually now remind me at their super young age, yeah. things that I'm teaching them. So it seems like some of the questions and reflections that I've been sharing with them has, has really uh, been now mm. been ingrained in them and they're living and breathing um, basically uh all the things that, that, that uh, basically I, I teach and uh, and that we have in our application that uh, basically yeah. we have in our book and so on. It's fascinating, really, well, really fascinating. They're beautiful little sponges that are absorbing yeah. all of the beauty of your teachings and, and, and level of consciousness that really is rare to find. So they're very, um, I don't want to say lucky because I don't really believe in luck, but they are fortunate. They are fortunate to, to be raised in that environment. It's, it's amazing. And I also think that, or I feel that um, for us as adults, one of our greatest challenges is to, is to reconnect with that inner child. We, we seem to have, again, uh, back to you know, being boxed and conditioned and allowing outside forces to, to shape us one of our greatest challenges is just to know how to come back to playfulness, to simply being a kid and laugh and and being spontaneous and, and totally authentic in a way that has no barrier. You know, you just spit out whatever comes to mind. Like, when is the last time that we've allowed ourselves to do this in, a, in an adult setting. We don't because we're afraid or we don't want to offend. Or So I, I love how kids react and how, and how we can, again, use them as our teachers. I fully, fully agree. I mean, my kids are, are a phenomenal source of inspiration. And I, I think when you're talking about um, finding more joy and playfulness. Mm -hmm. I, I think you mentioned this earlier. It's all about choice. It's yes. as easy as that. We make things sometimes so complicated. Oh my God. We create stories that are so complicated in our heads based on all kinds of filters and beliefs and, 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 you know, just perceptions that are not true. They're fake. They're, they, we made them up. That's, you know, we don't intend to be fake or making fake stories. But unfortunately, that's what, if we're not aware and present and conscious, that's what happens. We create a lot of stories. So last, we have a few minutes left. I want to know what is your secret for you today as, your, as, as the woman that you are? What, what, do you, what do you remind yourself every day as a woman? Every day I, I'm in this state of immense gratitude for, uh, for everything that I've been able to evolve into, uh, my way of being, and to be so blessed uh, uh, to have some beautiful people in my life that have encouraged and supported me along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but I find my the, the biggest strengths that I have is to truly believe that mm. I'm the creator of literally every single thing that emerges in my life. It's so easy, uh, irrespective of circumstances that emerge to say, well, it's a fault of this person or that person or that situation and so mm. on. And we then became, we, we derail ourselves from truly focusing on what can we actually control? So my biggest strengths and my essence actually today uh, is really about creation and it's mm. about creation of possibilities uh, to create a, a better world and, and, and be a source of inspirations for, for not only my immediate family, my kids, uh, but for the world. Beautiful. I love that. We are creators. And so how can um, people find your, your books? I mean, there is um, one that's already published. Where can that be purchased? Where can, where, when can we expect the second one? So the first book, Successionality, yes. is, is on .com. Uh, You can purchase it directly from there. Um, in, uh, and in uh, the coming months, uh, latest, latest January 2019, uh, the book Perspective uh, will be out and it will be available on Amazon. It will be available on, through also the Sparks 5 uh, link. And uh, once again, anyone interested to be added to our mailing list can just send an email to support at sparks5.com and we'd be happy to uh, to share the phenomenal news when everything goes out uh, in the coming months that's awesome wow that's amazing so inspiring and i love how it really feels that you are integrating all these principles uh, in your life of your own teachings right and and we we all, I think, teach what we really need to learn. Um, that's something that um, I, I find is so interesting when you look at a lot of teachers around um, who, who embody the, the change they want to see in the world. What they teach is really what they needed to learn in the first place. And we're, we're, all, we're all there. We're all just, just that. So thank you for sharing with such authenticity and, and um, candor your mission, your life, who you are as a woman. I'm so honored to have you on the show. So we are now saying goodbye. I am grateful you spent that 50 minutes. Yes, 50 minutes with us. So thank you so much, Andrea. Take good so care. Much, it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.